because my camera is a not a working. Alright. Now this has to be big so I can read it. So the camera's gonna have to get small. Okay. Now I've got everything the way I need it. Alright. So Governor DeWine. Let me address you directly. Um, this tweet of yours and your action uh, have kind of drawn my ire. Um, I want to foreshadow, not foreshadow, uh, preface this with something. I've always considered you kind of a mentor. I have... I, I remember when I first got into politics, it was 1998. I got in slowly. The first time I met you was in the year 2000. We walked the streets of Cuyahoga Falls, and I gained a lot of respect for you uh, in that time. Uh, over time, you know, we've always run into each other at various events. Um, in 2006, we walked the streets of 2000 or walked the streets of Cuyahoga Falls again. And the second time was not as good as you will remember. Um, but I saw how you dealt with people when they were for you and loved you in 2000 and I saw how you addressed people in 2006 when you know you were getting backlash uh, some of it due to the anti anti-president Bush sentiment um, and of course 06 would be the year that the Republicans, you know, lost a lot in the House and, and uh, Senate and so on. And you were sadly one of the ones who left the Senate, but I guess it did turn around to turn around well. Um, you know, I was happy when you announced you were going to run for governor. I supported you from day one. Um, I had friends that wanted me to support uh, well, they were supporters of uh, your lieutenant governor, which I think John Houston is, uh, after I've seen him at the press conferences, uh, I, I like him a lot better now. Um, I still think you're a better governor, but nonetheless, I, I have defended everything you and Dr. Acton have done along the way. Uh, I was one of the people that in January and February, you know, I saw the reports and I saw the um, doctors on the news saying that the media hype of this virus would be worse than the virus itself. And I believe that is how it turned out. Um, well, set first and second and foremost, um, my name is John Morrow. 
Um, and we bumped into each other at a lot of the same political events. Uh, we exchanged emails and uh, we were going to work together on a community education, uh, drug education program that you were doing as attorney general um, when I was a Wellsville councilman. But uh, some political events here in Wellsville prevented me from pursuing that further. But we did uh, communicate by email and uh, some of your staff at the attorney general's office contacted me, but it just kind of fell in by the wayside. Um, that aside, I, I'm building the case that I'm, I'm a supporter and I'm a fan of yours. Furthermore, I don't like what I've, I'm reading in this tweet and this policy uh, that you're coming up with for reopening bars and restaurants. Um, first and foremost, I understand the masks. I, I understand that my mask protects you from my germs and your mask protects me from your germs. At least that's how the Surgeon General explained it in one of Trump's uh, press briefings. Uh, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, I think when you're reopening these bars and restaurants, however, uh, I have a concern because I have a fam. Well, my, my mother, frankly, works at a restaurant. And the other day when she was at the store, she had an issue with uh, breathing through her mask. Um, <clears throat> and this was just walking through a grocery store. A friend of mine today told me that, you know, he had a meeting where he had to put on, you know, his suit and tie. And he, he had been wearing a mask in public because he feels it's safe. Great. Um, he said that he had to walk a distance and the mask Im impaired his breathing. He said he could see other people that were older, maybe out of shape, uh, having issues with walking and breathing with masks on. Now, some of these people are using the homemade cloth masks, not the good I've got some right here. I have. These are the masks that Uber sent me. This is just like what a doctor would wear, I think. Um, at least it looks like what I've seen doctors wearing. Got nice little ear loop things that won't make my ears sore. Those look nice and soft. Um, I haven't put them on yet because I'm not a big believer in the mask thing. I'm a believer in strengthening my immune system through um, exposure and uh, through supplementation, uh, vitamins, in other words. But th this, e this tweet bothers me, and I'm going to read it for other people who might be watching this video. And... Um, I I have your home address. And I'm going to send you a copy of a, a an editorial I wrote. I don't want to send it to the Columbus office 
And if you're watching or listening to this on Anchor or on YouTube, do not go to the governor's house and protest. Do not be an ignoramus and go to Amy Acton's house and protest. Um, the only time I'm ever going to go to Mike DeWine's house is, one, if I'm invited. Two, uh, if the, the next ice cream social. I went to one a few years ago and it was pretty awesome. Uh, back when uh, you were still a senator. And I thought it was really cool to see, you know, this big, powerful senator, you know, running around with a 35 millimeter camera around his neck and uh, snapping photographs of um, people, you know, just, you know, random photo shots. Um, I'm a photography buff, too. So, um, and, you know, judging the, the pie eating contest, that was kind of, that was really cool. Um, I didn't participate, but I did participate in a heck of a lot of ice cream and a heck of a lot of Franz pies. Um, maybe my share and your share and a couple other people's shares, uh, of ice cream and pie. But anyways, um, I, I want to read this and try not to read too fast because sometimes I do that. Uh, in your tweet on the official Governor Mike DeWine YouTube page, or Twitter page, uh, I've always tried to be blunt in everything we are finding. I've been candid in saying that in this reopening phase, there is significant risk, but there is significant risk if we do not open. It's up to all of us to reopen our economy but to do this in a safe way. The truth is that our economic recovery in Ohio is tied directly to how successful we are in preventing the spread of COVID-19. We are talking about slowing the spread. This can only be done by distance. That, that sounds great. More distance, less spread of the disease. That's amen. When we look at restaurants, look at how restaurants and bars operate. Distance is key. That's fine. Every other table, every other booth, etc., etc. I can I can dig that. We go over. We got. Pardon me. I'm getting. I'm looking back and forth, and I'm losing my place. We got reports over the weekend. Most were doing an amazing job. Okay, last weekend was uh, the weekend that outdoor dining could start back. Yes, I like stogies. Um, but it is clear we have some outliers. Businesses that were not doing what they should. We are marshalling. I don't like that word. Marshalling the resource, resources at our disposal to assemble a large contingent of law enforcement and health officials across 
state agencies, and from local communities. So who are these people going to be? Um, bureaucrats who have been sitting at the county health department desk are now going to be given an, a, an immense amount of power. Uh, let me quote Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. Uh, Governor, you have great power and you have great responsibility. You do. Let me continue reading. We will coordinate them as a part of the Department of Public Safety's Ohio Investigative Unit. They will surge... Surge? This sounds quite militant. Surge into conduct safety compliance checks in crowded bars and restaurants. Governor, if you send uh, a, a bureaucrat, and I know they get abused a lot, and they're going to get abused even more when they go into these bars where the natives are restless and people are inebriated and they start issuing tickets to bartenders, even if they're not, you know, pestering the drunks on the bar stools, you're going to have some pretty upset people. And some of, I, I guarantee, you know, some of these folks that are being marshaled are going to take that word marshal a little too seriously and be a little overzealous in their jobs, okay? And frankly, let's read on. They will issue administrative citations that could result in revocation of liquor licenses Further, we will work with municipal prosecutors to take potential criminal actions against these bad actors. Who are the bad actors? Um, is it going to be you know, the single mom that's waiting tables trying to feed her kid? Is it going to be you know, the parent that's back, to the, back behind the bar? They're trying to make a living for their family after they were abruptly closed down at, at 4 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. You announced that all the bars in Ohio would be ordered closed at 9 p.m. These people had four hours to adjust their lives in what was a dramatic change. And I know, you, you know, you guys did the best you could, which wasn't good enough. But, you know, to waive the one-week waiting period for unemployment. And the Fed kicked in an extra $600 a week for the people uh, that was supposed to be for tipped employees. And then it became an extra $600 a week for a lot of people. But, you know, I, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, Governor. I, I, I'm, I call you bro because I've got the utmost respect for you. But using words like marshalling and surging, these 
newly appointed quote-unquote marshals, uh, how many of these people are going to think that they're really marshals? We can't account for every single one. And I think you're creating a bigger problem than you're trying to solve. Let me say that again without the cigar in my face. I think you're creating a bigger problem than you're trying to solve. Um, you know, again, I have concerns about uh, who is going to be prosecuted. Is it going to be the owner? Is it going to be the you know bartender? Uh, this th- this part about you know safety compliance checks in crowded bars. Are they going to tell such people that you have to leave the bar? Uh, This word marshalling all of the resources, uh, you know, at our disposal. That just sounds so so militant. Uh, Large contingent of law enforcement. Okay, law enforcement I'm, I'm good with. They know what they're doing, even though, you know, they're not perfect. I I respect and support the police as much as I respect and support you. Um, Health officials from across state agencies and local communities. So your local community health, (coughs) that's from my sinuses, not coronavirus or the cigar I'm smoking. The people from the local health board in a matter of a few days are going to get trained and given power to write citations. And uh, the way this sounds, possibly recommend people to go to court. Th- these, those are my concerns about that tweet. I know that this mask stuff is a big thing for you, Um, but again, if these are not, if people don't have access to these type of masks like Uber sent me to use, okay, If they don't have access, this is a doctor quality mask. Let me take one out and show people. And thank you, Uber, for caring about me as your driver. Let me see if I can plot just one. These got nice, soft little straps that won't hurt my little ears. This is what I would see a doctor. Or a nurse wear. Okay. Oops. Hey, maybe if I can put one on. I guess that's why I'm not a doctor or a nurse. So that's pretty nice. You gotta make sure it's all properly on there. And, you know, I I've got it on here for a moment, but. And I don't feel it restricting my breathing much. But, you know what? I'm not a bartender that's running back and forth trying to wait on 
I guess I should leave that one out and wear it first thing in the morning since it's been exposed. Um, you know, bartenders that are moving at a fast pace in order to keep up with demand, that's not going to be good for them. I, I mean, when I exhaled, I could feel, you know, warm air on my face. Um, and I'm just sitting here smoking a cigar. But waitresses carrying a 20-pound tray of food, um, w working, walking as you know, fast as they can to a table to take care of an order because, you know, they have to get it there hot and fast in order to get their, you know, their tip. The waitress gets blamed for everything at a restaurant. Um, and I know that they'll get They'll be darned if they do and danged if they don't wear a mask. But my concern is for their health and health of uh, my mother who works at a restaurant. Because, look, you know, she was at the store the other day and said that, you know, her mask impaired her breathing. A friend of mine today said he had a meeting for the first time in a while. He is a believer in the masks. And... He said he wore one from, you know, his car to his meeting and he, you know, just walking at a brisk pace could see the toll it was taking on his uh, breathing uh, ability, you know, walking down the street in a suit and tie. Uh, he said he could see other people that, you know, were out walking that were maybe not in good uh, physical health. And it looked like, you know, they were having a hard time breathing with the masks on. So, you know, we got to consider that when you're, you know, making hardworking people wear a mask uh, that they're not used to wearing. You know, I know people that work in mills and construction that wear masks all the time, but those masks are designed, you know, for maximum breathability and maximum um, safety at the same time. Somebody that's wearing a homemade cloth mask, it's not the same thing, you know. It's just not. It's not. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have some concerns with, you know, local yokel government board members, members of the county health board or whatever, being given this, quote, martial power and how quickly it's going to go to their head. Um, I have a problem with potentially fining and arresting people that can't afford things to be uh, to begin with, that are just trying to go back to work and, uh, you know, feed their families. I have a health concern on the breathability uh, of these masks uh, for people that are working in a fast-paced environment uh, and, you know, carrying, you know, those trays waitresses carry are not light, buddy. And don't, ooh, don't ever, and I'm not talking about Governor DeWine. Uh, I know he's a, a good guy, but don't ever let me catch somebody looking down at waitresses. My mother bought me thousands of dollars 
of Air Jordans uh, and made Michael Jordan a very rich man, uh, as well as Phil Knight at Nike on a waitress salary because she cared about her son. And if she tells me she has a hard time breathing in a grocery store with a mask on and she doesn't smoke, she's not obese, she's not, you know, not diabetic or, you know, any of these health conditions. Um, I could imagine what it's going to be like when waitresses are carrying, you know, heavy trays of food. Um, and, you know, bartenders are, you know, running drinks back and forth <coughs> to try and keep the, you know, the, the customers happy. Uh, I often say, you know, the natives have gotten restless in this lockdown period because, you know, they've, they've been locked up in other states that are reopening now are seeing you know people being very wound up very fired up and want to get out there and get back to enjoying their lives and you know there there was a viral video of a donny brook at a red lobster and i guess red lobster customers are notoriously um difficult but that's what one former red lobster employee told me anyways i i'm just concerned about people here i know you are too and we're on we're on different pages but i have a platform uh called social media and i'm going to use the ye old platform of snail mail as well and um I just hope, you know, you maybe reconsider this or uh, put a stern warning that these uh, people that are out marshalling are not marshals. They're just out there to keep people safe and that they not be overzealous and uh, be careful who we're forcing to wear masks because... Um, you know, I feel it could be uh, an inhibitor to some people's ability to breathe. And I know Dr. Acton will rebut me on that. But I'm speaking from the little personal experience I just had and experience of a family member and experience of a friend. When you have to walk quickly and briskly and you're not used to wearing the mask it's a different thing so um you know god bless you i thank you for what you've done i think ohio's been one of the safest and best states because of your actions but i i kind of got fired up when i saw this uh tweet uh a friend posted it on her facebook page and then I went to your Twitter page and looked it up myself. Um, God bless you, my friend, my mentor. I still look up to you. I still try to pattern my career in politics and as a public servant after you. So uh, 
but there's some things I think got to be a little toned back. Um, you know, mar using terms like marshalling and surge and, you know, citations. And, you know, let's not hurt people that are already, already uh, strained mentally. This is mental health month. Uh, so let's not let's not put an extra burden on them by having, you know, bureaucrats out there playing marshal or playing cop. Let's leave the copping to the real cops. I love police officers. Always wanted to be one when I was a kid. And then I grew up and I wanted to go into public service like my pap. But he was a roar tan and a line. And I, I chose to try and be an elected official because uh, it pays. Even though it only paid me 200 bucks a month in Wellsville. And it pays for my blood pressure, anxiety, and other medications that were brought on by being a councilman in Wellsville. So, and it all worked out. I broke even. Uh, so, hey man, God bless you. Go Buckeyes. See you later. I love you guys. Thank you very much. Pray for each other. I always end my podcast and my videos by saying, let's pray for each other about everything. Pray in everything and worry in nothing, right? Let the Lord take care of it. Let the Lord take care of it. Amen.